It was one of the most difficult things I've ever done because I had very high standards of what I wanted it to do and very high standards of how I wanted it to be and 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 affect the way it's made, the planet, the way it was delivered. I created a concentrate so we wouldn't have to ship heavy things. Uh, you oh know, my around gosh, the that's brilliant. Shipping and our footprint. And so you get a little concentrate. It lasts about two to three months. So it lasts about two to, two to three months. Then you dump it down the drain. It's just as safe as dish soap. Put another concentrate in, choose whatever scent you want, fill it with water. You're good for another two months. Welcome to the Glam and Grow podcast. I'm your host, Takara Suet, head of partnerships at Wavebreak. On this show, we talk with leaders of beauty, fashion, and lifestyle brands. We dive into their stories, lessons learned, and perspectives on how the industry is ever evolving. Subscribe and join us each week as we glam and grow. This episode is brought to you by Wavebreak. Most brands don't email right and it costs them. With ad costs getting more and more expensive, a world-class email and SMS program is essential. This is why Wavebreak exists. We're the premier email and SMS marketing agency that helps brands take their retention programs to the next level. If you want to learn more about partnering with us and how we can help, schedule a call with me today at wavebreak.co slash call. Joining me today on Glam and Grow is Jared Blandino, co-founder of Toy Box Brands and Too Faced. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I am so excited. Um, so before we dive into your latest ventures, which there are quite a few, tell me a little <laughs> bit about your background, how you got into beauty, and a small little brand you founded with Jeremy Johnson known as Too Faced. Yeah, you know, I, I'm most known for uh, being the co-founder of Too Faced Cosmetics, uh, the godfather of glitter eyeshadow um, before <laughs> me. I don't you know, think it existed. And um, yeah, just had an amazing uh, almost 25 years of um, creativity and, you know, disrupting the the whole beauty industry through through the vehicle of amazing cosmetics. And yeah, now I'm off to our next chapter, which I'm I'm just really, really excited about. Uh, My husband and I started uh, a new company called Toy Box Brands, which is kind of an incubator company that we're folding consumer brands underneath. So we just launched Diamond Drunk the world's first refillable, non-toxic, totally clean, plant-derived luxury jewelry cleaner. And then Polite Society uh, launches in a couple of weeks at, uh, exclusively to Ulta. And that's our new beauty brand. It's totally clean, uh, again, disruptive, rebellious, fabulous, all the things we love. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, but just going back to your background, like how, when, when did you realize you wanted to get into the beauty industry? And, and, you know, you mentioned you're the godfather of glitter, which thank you for creating it, but like, <laughs> how, how did you do it? Yeah. My last job was at the mall and, you know, I was, I was going to school. <laughs> I love that. It's that's absolutely amazing. True. I am the American dream, baby. I'm proof that if you don't give up and you do your absolute best and you lead with your heart, um, you're going to win, you're going to get there. But yeah, I, I I fell into cosmetics on complete accident. My cousin and her best friend uh, named Mary um, went to an Estee Lauder hiring fair one day after we'd been partying all night the night before at clubs and things. And I just went as like the gay best friend to accompany them, make sure that they got there, and, you know. And uh, I ended up meeting all the executives that you'd ever want to meet, you know, in the lobby while they went through the process. And I ended up getting hired and uh, I fell into my dream scenario. It's like the whole world was in black and white. And when I was behind that counter working with real women every day, uh, expressing art through the medium of makeup to them that helped instill self-esteem into them and empower them through the way they looked, I was hooked. 
And I just saw it completely differently than I guess everyone else did. And as a as an art kid, you know, I I just was always interested in how to do things different and how to break it down. And why aren't we doing it this way? And why aren't we doing it that way? And you know, I kind of got glitter at the craft store and brought it in and would chop up a Chanel blush and mix it with an Estee eyeshadow and just create all these crazy kooky things that I just thought the world needed. And do, back then, did you anticipate, because the beauty industry has evolved drastically since that time. Like, did you think in your, in your heart and in your gut that you were going to build what you've built? Absolutely not. I, I you know, it, it really was a, um, dream. Um, I fell into a dream and I just started seeing everything differently. And I didn't understand why there were so many rules and why women were afraid to express themselves and why there were so many step one, step two, step three. And as like a gay best friend perspective, as a gay boy, I was like, why are you taking this so seriously? It's so much fun. You get to reinvent yourself every day, you know, and through my kind of just natural rebellious nature, created a bunch of crazy kooky products for some of my celebrity clients who would come in. I would have them buy five things, take them home, blend them in my microwave and chop them up and whatever, bring them back in little um, Tupperware cups until security caught me and said, what are you doing? You can't take products home and bring them back, you know, in, you know, disposable containers, whatever. And so I just, through the, through the, through the creative process and through being a rebel, uh, I just thought, you're not, you don't get it. I need to, like, I need to do this differently. And Jeremy Johnson, who's my husband, uh, we've been together 28, 28 years now. Um, amazing. He's just in a, in a, he's the most insane business mind you'll ever meet. He's like Harvard level, you know, a genius in his brain. And he has one semester of junior college on his resume, but um, he made it all a reality. And together we created Two Faced and changed the world through the belief that you know, if you, if you look, if you feel good looking in the mirror, you're going to feel good inside. It's going to get in there and you're going to treat yourself and the people around you better. You're going to, you know, you're going to stop taking shit from some loser boyfriend who's not treating you right. Your shoulders are going to go back. And you're going to be like, I deserve better. Right. Because when you feel good, you do good and you expect more for yourself. So that was just the simple pres- premise. And, and through a lot of prayer and not giving up and falling down and getting back up, you know, we changed the world together. And we sold, yeah, you, to, really uh, did. you know, a record-breaking amount five years ago. And uh, that saw. was never <laughs> a dream. That was never an option. I know I'm going to sell, I'm going to make a company and sell it for a billion and a half dollars one day. I, that was like never, ever the, I couldn't even dream that big, you know? I know, right? I, how, how did that feel? Not even just, not, like, not, feel? Not, not even just money-wise, like pushing that out of it. How did it feel? For you, especially with your partner, like how yeah. how much more rewarding on top of it to to build something and build it to that level and just disrupt an entire industry. Well, that's the first thing. Like I love shaking shit up, seeing things from a different point of view, leveling up. You know, when when I created Two Faced in, in in Better Than Sex mascara, I was told you can't call a product Better Than Sex; it'll offend everyone. You can't put a, a mascara in a pink tube; it will not be taken seriously. And I was like, are you kidding? Girls are the sharpest, funniest creatures on the planet. You get them together, they get the joke. They know where the line is between sexy and slutty. Like, stop treating them like they're idiots. And also, pink is powerful. Like, pink is pink is everything, in, you know, it, it, it's, it's everything that I love about the world. It's femininity is power, it's, you know, being flirty, being all, all the things, and, 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 and seeing how, again, powerful it can be. So that's really just 
where it all came from and doing it with the person I love the most in the world made it just the most incredible adventure that you could ever imagine and, and achieving it together and ultimately selling for that amount. You know, it was never, it's never about money. I think that the most successful people in the world aren't motivated by money. They're motivated by success and money follows. You can't just want to get rich. You can't just go in going, I want money. Like there's an opportunity here. And a lot of private equity brains work that way. And a lot of business-minded people. But I, I think the most successful, long-lasting brands and people in the world who've created them um, just wanted to be successful and wanted to express themselves in a way and, and give the world something that the world didn't have. Yeah. I love that. And better than sex is like the most iconic mascara of all time. So thank you for helping everybody's eyes look look more beautiful. Um, My pleasure. Yes. Thank you. So talk to me about, I'm very interested in, in, in the business side of your, your partnership and your relationship. Like what was the dynamic and how did you know when you met your partner that you guys were going to be the the perfect team, like work-wise to, to build? What were some of the, the, like, did, yeah. were, how did you sort of keep your relationship intact on a personal level and a, and a business level? Yeah. We, we are really good about staying in our lanes. Like I'm all creative. Everything you see, touch, feel, read here is me. It comes from my heart. Jeremy handles all the business and we trust each other completely. We're like two sides of a coin together. We made the perfect, you know, human being, the perfect partnership. And <laughs> you do. It's what makes us successful. It's what makes us so powerful. Um, and, and we completely and totally adore and love and trust and respect each other. So we, we don't, you know, creep in the, the other person's, you know, side too much. We trust each other. Um, but I'll tell you when I met him, it, it's never happened to me since, and it never happened to me before, but it happened to me that day. I met Jeremy and I, and he was this wild young kid with long hair, kooky, living in San Francisco, wild, uh, not a penny to his name. And I, I just, God spoke to me. I, I got this voice in my head and said, Jared, focus, pay attention. This kid's going to be big someday. This kid's going to matter someday. Um, and, and I didn't understand it as love at that moment, but it was more like, right as, right as coattails. I don't know. You're like, focus, <laughs> You're, don't miss this. And I have this literally like articulated thought. And I thought, what the hell is that? And I just focused, paid attention, fell in love and have had the most amazing life because of him and and our and the relationship that we have. That that is so beautiful. Um, so fast forwarding towards the the sale and now moving into your next ventures. I'm curious, were were you approached and it was just like the right timing? What were you feeling in your heart? It was just you were ready for the next chapter of your lives. Were you guys on the same page about that? Um, it's kind of an interesting story. I had met Estee Lauder a couple of years before and they were interested in, in purchasing the company. And I just didn't feel like I could be part of a corporate culture. It didn't feel right. It just didn't work out. So we, we walked away from that deal and we ended up getting um, some other financial partners that would help us take us to the next level. And uh, through them, we got a call on a Sunday evening and said, you know, uh, Estee Lauder came back and they want to buy the company. And this time it's for this insane amount. And I was still trepidatious because again, not being completely motivated by money. And that sounds insane. But when you hear a billion oh, and a half dollars, it's actually, it's <laughs> actually a little too much to, it was too much for me to like let in. Um, so I was a little more, you know, cautious and like, I'm not sure I want to do this and let's see. But I, you know, but in the end, I was excited for what I could learn and, and the wings that I was hoping they would be able to give me. Ultimately, it was 
different than I thought it was going to be, but it, it, you know, it ended up being what it was. And I think that it allowed me to start thinking about doing something else because I don't think I ever would have. And I grew and I changed as we all do. And uh, the world changed and, and shifted. And I just, um, through the process of being within that corporate culture, just did not feel like I could be the best version of myself and that I could do what I what I have been doing this whole time, which was creating amazing products that disrupt the world through through the vehicle of, of beauty that is created through my heart, my love and appreciation for our clients and in, in the beauty community. And it lit a fire under my ass. And I thought, I need to do this again in the rebellious, magical way that only Jer- Jeremy and I can. And it set me free to, you know, kind of try something else. Yeah, I love that. Society. I love that. And like, did you even take a break? Or the second the second you made this transition, yeah. you were like, I'm ready for, for the next? You know, the last um, couple of years were so creatively frustrating and difficult that I, I, I got so motivated to have fun again and to be creative again and to turn those into yeses again and just stop dealing with boardrooms full of corporate people. Like, did you see the Barbie movie? Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, wasn't movie movie? I, I missed it. <laughs> oh, okay. It Here's the scene where all these men are sitting around a table dealing with Barbie. And it was just, it just felt like this corporate environment, you know, anyway. I'm like um, the only person on the planet who hasn't seen it. Well, I'll see it this weekend. See it. I mean, it's, <laughs> I will. it's not, you know, people like it, people don't, but there's, uh, there's some cool messages in it, but um, no. So uh, our, our contract ended with Estee Lauder on June 30th. And on July 1st, we were in Europe actually. And we started trademarking all the names and started working I on everything. Love it. And I jumped, I jumped in, honey. I was so excited. I was so ready. And I wanted to create products that would shake shit up. Like, you know, I wanted them to be polarizing in the most wonderful way they could be. Push it to the edge. The most volumizing, lengthening, dramatic mascara that is also clean. A lip plumper that would blow your lips and your mind, send you to the edge. Um, like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't want anything to be in the middle. Like, you're going to yeah, love I don't it. think you do you're anything in the middle. Like it at all, you know? Oh, that's so funny. You know, because I was doing the math on it and I'm like, I don't think he gave himself a day. <laughs> so I find that really interesting. And there's a lot of people, you know, if they if they sold in your position, I think they would just, you know, enjoy the rest of their lives and relax and, you know, sail off into the sunset. Like, I mean, I it it you can feel the the passion and the and the drive and and it's really exciting for you to to move into this next venture. Um, before we dive into the brands, because we're gonna dive in deep, tell me what your what the biggest learnings that you're taking from building like two-faced and just, you know, building your first brand, what are the things that are expediting this process for you to enable you to, to also build multiple brands at the same time, which I find really interesting. Um, like what, what, what are you implementing that you feel you did best? First and foremost, you have to be authentic and the brand has to have a heartbeat. So you have to build a brand or brands that have a very authentic, specific point of view who are here to not just make money, but to express yourself, make the world a better place, change the way you're interacting with something that maybe you've been interacting with a long time, like jewelry cleaner, that's toxic. And it's been around since the 60s and hasn't evolved. But we've evolved, things can be better. So there has to be a a real um, authentic heartbeat to the brands to make people resonate with them and feel the most themselves in your brand. So that is how I go about doing it and also understanding where your magic is and where 
where your genius lies and where it doesn't and bring the people in that you trust that can handle the things that you aren't uh, able to or good at and trust them to build a super team together that you can all rely on. You can all collaborate with one another and um, first and foremost, have fun and express yourselves and empower one another one another to, to um, grow and to um, succeed and to be very, very conscious of lifting one another up, not gatekeeping, gate crashing, um, pulling people up that are below you. And we all grow together. You know, we lift each other up and grow together and make sure everyone's got a voice. Everyone counts. Everyone is heard. And that if someone doesn't fit into the culture as as um, wonderful or as capable as they might be, they've got to go. Because it isn't just about um, ability. It isn't just about resumes. It has everything to do with culture and what you're trying to build um, to keep that heartbeat pure and strong. And if you you know, see a weed, you have to pluck it. Meaning if something doesn't belong, if something isn't working, if someone is there that doesn't understand what you're doing or is pushing against it or is, is being problematic in just being the, being their own wonderful self. They just, not everybody's uh, made for the, you know, the, each lane to um, graciously and, and, and lovingly let them move on to somewhere they could be more successful and bring in people that, you know, benefit from the environment you're in. I have to follow up on that. How challenging has that been for you as as you've, you know, built your empire? And like, how long would you say you give someone an opportunity to either evolve or or sort of prove that? I'm just yeah, curious. A little, yeah, uh, uh, there, there has to be a lot of grace there. You, you look for the best in everyone. And it's very rare someone doesn't fit in. Um, but when someone does, and it doesn't mean they're wrong. I really want you to understand this. It doesn't mean that they're wrong or their, their opinions are wrong or their point of view is wrong. They're just not dancing to your drum, to your beat. And I learned that I cannot do what I do and be expected to dance to someone else's beat. They need to dance to my beat. It's my heartbeat that I'm creating. It's my job to create that atmosphere and that culture. And that if you can't dance to my beat or work the way I work, then it's I'm not going to be my best. You're not going to figure out the best in me, and I'm not going to bring out the best in you. So you could probably be more successful somewhere else. But it, you know, you got to give them grace and time to evolve. And so, you know, I'd say like two to three months at the most. This episode of Glam and Grow is sponsored by AdNaboo, the only app you need for advertising your Shopify store. If you're looking for affordable ways to reach new customers, AdNaboo could be the solution you're looking for. AdNaboo offers the convenience of managing shopping ads across various online platforms like Google Shopping, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and more with a single app. What sets AdNaboo apart? It's innovative AI technology. It optimizes your product listings to generate more sales for your store. Powered by the same language models fueling chat GPT, its AI tech generates the best strategy for each marketplace in real time, saving merchants the hassle of hiring experts and giving them more time to focus on growing their businesses. As a listener of Glam & Grow, you can enjoy an exclusive offer. AdNaboo offers a 20% discount on all their paid plans with the code GLAMANDGROW20. To learn more about how AdNaboo can work for your brand and to learn more about this exclusive offer, visit www.adnaboo.com slash GLAMANDGROW. Now back to this episode. 
I love that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. So let's dive into toy box brands. Why jewelry or what, why did you go after this category? What gap did you see in the market? And can you explain what exactly diamond drunk is and the whole process? So, you know, as someone who, um, loves anything sparkly from glitter to diamonds, (laughs) um, I, I discovered the, the art art form of jewelry. And I, and I've been lucky enough that Jeremy's bought me some beautiful pieces, including an engagement ring you have. Oh my God. I'm just, I'm blinded now. I I didn't even notice. I don't know how that's, how that's possible. It's just a little something, but you know, if you, if you've got jewelry handed down to you from your grandmother, your mother, items that you've purchased for yourself or an engagement ring or a wedding ring, I, I, um, through, through COVID, I realized how very important it was to wash our hands and to be safe and to be clean, right? This is, these are things we learned. But even prior to that, I was like, you know, we have all these amazing things. How do you clean them? And I looked, you know, I bought the same old fashioned jewelry cleaner. I know I can't. I, it's incredible that, I mean, kudos to you. And I think you're the right person to do it, but I cannot believe that product has not evolved since insert like 1950 or yeah, whatever yeah. it is. And it's got formaldehyde, alcohol. I mean, it is, it is. And it the is packaging, it's, oh, such, it's, the packaging. it's full of chemicals. It's not yeah. cute. So I thought just for myself, I, I, you know, I started putting my ring to bed every night in a jewelry cleaner and leaving it in overnight and, and rinsing it in the morning when, you know, it was a part of my skincare routine. And I was told by, you know, very, a very famous French jewelry house, like, you can't do that. That could hurt your jewelry. And I'm like, why? Well, there's, there's, you know, all these harsh ingredients in jewelry cleaner. And I was, and I was like, why? So I took a clean beauty approach and I created something not only clean, but it's actually more effective, cleans better. It's modern. It's more beautiful. So this is diamond drunk comes with a cute, little crystal poster to put it on. So you're not going to get your counter dirty, but it comes in four cents, four colors. It's gorgeous. And I created just a better machine. So you'll see the little cage that comes inside has a hook. Wait, do you have another, another diamond ring? <laughs> another diamond earring holder. It's large enough to put bangles and bracelets in. It's how we're living. And it's like, and it's I brilliant. something that you can have a quick clean for two to five minutes or you can leave it in overnight, like a glorified jewelry ditch, which is I do. You always know where your ring is. It's getting clean. It's getting detoxified. It's getting it's it's getting healthy and sparkly overnight. You know, and I learned, you know, after two days of wear, did you know your rings, earrings, bracelets have 400 times more bacteria and viruses than a toilet seat? That statistic blew my mind. Like that, first off, that's like the best copy I've ever heard. Because I mean, anybody right. who reads that, you're like traumatized by reading that. I mean, it's you're touching Uber handles, phones, shaking hands, opening doors. All of these things are getting on your hands that you wash off a few times a day. They're collecting on your metal and jewelry as well. And honey, like honestly, if you clean your watch, if you clean a gold waterproof watch and this, leave it in for three minutes or so, rinse it. The filth that comes off a man's watch, like it's just enough to, <laughs> it's enough to make. I think women's are actually worse because we have the makeup and all of these things. Like, I mean, it is yeah. it is hideous. Yeah. I will say, I was I have always cleaned my ring, but I've left it in places that were a little bit risky, or you know, you put it in those other jewelry cleaners because, like, when I got my ring, I was like, oh, I need to take care of this, and they yeah. shake them, and like they could loosen the stone. Like, there really was yeah. nothing to ensure that you weren't going to drop it down the sink and you weren't going to affect the setting by like shaking exactly. it too much. So I created the security guard, which is a very simple silicone pad that you put over your drain. So you're not going to lose anything down, down the drain as you're rinsing. I know you, you know thought of everything. 
You don't want to clean things in anything vibrating very often because it can loosen stones. Um, you don't want to put your rings and things in chemicals that not, are not only harmful for you and the planet, but could actually harm stones and jewelry. You don't want your jewelry clashing against one another in just one container because diamonds can scratch and hurt other diamonds. So there's just an evolved way of living, an evolved way of being. They smell beautiful. They're made of um, my formula is is so much more powerful than these toxic ingredients. Um, and it's made of beet root. It's made of soda ash mined from the Green Rivers in Wyoming, sugarcane, um, corn, coconut e e extracts that all lift dirt, grime, uh, you know, away from your jewels, leaving them more sparkling than you've ever seen them and totally safe. And clean diamonds Amazing. look bigger. Baby. <laughs> was it was it difficult to develop the formula, given the fact that you were basically creating something completely different and innovative? Yeah. It was one of the most difficult things I've ever done because I had very high standards of what I wanted it to do and very high standards of how I wanted it to, um, you know, uh, be and, and, and affect the way it's made the planet, the way it was delivered. I created a concentrate so we wouldn't have to ship heavy things. Uh, you oh know, my around gosh, that's brilliant. New shipping and our footprint. And so you get a little concentrate. It lasts about two to three months once, once it's dirty and it will get dirty. Even if you, okay, two to three months. Off. It lasts about two to two to three months. Then you dump it down the drain. It's just as safe as dish soap. Put another concentrate in. Choose whatever scent you want. Fill it with water. You're good for another two months. And it just becomes something that you do every day along with your uh, your beauty routine. Or if you're like my mom, you just throw it in for three to five minutes and wash it off once a week, whatever, and you're good to go. Yeah, that's brilliant. Okay, that's good to know that it's uh, something you do need to replace every two to three months. That's yeah, because your fluid will get filthy. I I just did a video today that I'm going to post. I wash my ring. I did it for me. I, I do it every night. Put it to bed in the morning. She, she is as clean as she can be. You should see <laughs> the disgusting filth at the bottom of my diamond drunk vessel after two months. I don't I don't know where it comes from. It's it's like. Our jewelry is like a magnet for filth. I don't, I don't get it, but it's there. <laughs> I feel like the makeup too. I always take off my rings yes. while I do my makeup, but I still feel like it's somehow, I feel like maybe that's the there, honey. I know it's crazy. Um, talk to me about branding and sense. I'm curious if that was challenging for you to come up with the, the branding is gorgeous and also very like, I'm going to leave no. it on my counter. Like it looks beautiful. Um, it's like a permanent staple. I got the something blue. And I thought it was beautiful. Like the presentation is very giftable. It looks, it looks like a ring box. It's very ready for gifting. The, like something blue, which is the bridal blue, great for brides and the newly engaged. I wanted it to be emotional. So the blue one is called something blue. The black is you're my rock, great for men. The white is say it with diamonds, uh, scented with a beautiful lemon citrus scent. Uh, Hello Lover, which is our, our top selling skew. It's actually almost sold out. It's the pink. It's called Alchemist Rose. It has a beautiful rose scent mixed with woods and, and different beautiful berries and wet vines. It's, they're all very complex. Um, they're, they're very fine fragrance um, derived. The formula is 99.5% natural. And the wow. reason it's not 100% natural is because of the fragrance. And uh, But I wanted it to feel um, special. When you open it, I wanted you to not just see your beautiful rings sparkling and to, to, to feel it, but I wanted you to get that sensory, that beautiful scent, just like a beautiful cleanser uh, makes you want to use it again and again, because you just not only love the way it, it affects your skin, but the way it smells. It's it's the whole package. It's, it's emotion. 
And so um, along with each one having a personality and a name, they each have a scent. And they're really um, there to help make you feel um, special because they are special and you are special and our jewelry is special. Yeah, no, they're brilliant. I mean, it really blew me away. It was like, honestly, better than I expected. And also the whole package of just like the, the glass space and just, I feel like you thought of every little intricate detail to make it the, the best experience that you could have and really take care of your jewelry. It's crazy to me that people have these like really important pieces and then just don't give them the care that they deserve. You know, I've been to these high jewelry events with Cartier and Chanel fine jewelry. And and I've seen women wearing, you know, $5 million, $7 million necklaces and they're greasy or they're not sparkling or they, you can just see that they're dirty and their rings, these giant rings that almost look just sad, you know, and it's like, (laughs) it is sad. It is sad. sad. They need to be taken care of. (laughs) I always think of it like Apple didn't invent computers, but what they did is they made them integrate into our lives in a more personal, friendly, um, meaningful way. And that's what I wanted to do. Just take a look at it, look at it from a point of view. I wanted it to be beautiful sitting on your counter. I don't want you to put it away. So it's something you use every day. I created the crystal coaster that fits right into the center. You see, there's like a little foot at the bottom of the vessel. So it locks right into that coaster, leaving a little, um, a little like recess in case you have any, any spillage. It's not going to get on your marble countertop. You know, the, the cage inside has a hook for your ring, a little place for I your earring. You pop on and off. You know, it can handle bangles, brooches. It's an offset, you know, um, little pull tab. The little pull tab sits above the liquid line. So you're not dipping your fingers in every time. I just thought about the whole thing because it's something yeah, you really did. needed to happen. I created a, a loopless cashmere cloud polishing and drying cloth that you can actually polish your ring with on the go, or you use it to uh, dry your ring off every day, but there are no loops. So it's not going to pull on your prongs or loosen anything. And I don't know if you've ever tried to dry a pave bracelet with a washcloth, it's like sandpaper. This won't catch on anything. It'll dry it, completely polish it, and you're you're on the you're on you're on your way up the house quick and easy. Incredible. How do you how do you see the the future plans at the moment for for really scaling the brand? Like, do you plan to partner with different jewelry brands, or you're just do you? Well, what does that look like? I'm curious. I feel like they're all going to attack you. Well, one of the most prestigious French jewelry houses on the planet. Uh, came to us and they're kind of interested. So we're, we're, we're talking about doing something with them. Amazing. I created a travel size version for all Oh my gosh, that's so funny that we were talking about it before we hit record. Like that is what is needed the most. I was actually going to ask you after we hit record, just in case you didn't want me to ask that. Yeah. What does the travel size look like? Because I feel like that's such an issue for so many people. It's a, it's a shrunken down gorgeous version of the original. It's in a pale, pale pink, which is the core color of the of Diamond Drunk. Diamond Drunk is like a, a soft, powdery pink. It's watertight, waterproof, so you don't. It was not going to spill in your care in your in, in your bag in your carry on bag. Uh, it has a tiny little uh, uh, basket in it with a tiny little ring hook. It's everything you need on the go, and it comes with um, four miniature, perfectly dosed uh, concentrates in all four scents. So you can try all four. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Add a little water. You're good to go. And when can we expect that to launch? You know, I don't even know. We just launched. We're, we're in, we're in the final development stages of it now because I insist to be completely watertight and I've been taking my prototypes traveling with me. And as of now, I think we've got the perfect version. So I just need to press go. 
That's so exciting. We'll definitely be on the lookout for that. Um, so let's talk about polite society. And before we dive into polite society, actually, I'm curious how you built out the team and the infrastructure to be launching multiple brands in different categories simultaneously. Well, you know, over the last couple of decades, I've um, had the extreme privilege of working alongside some of the most brilliant minds, creative sources on the planet. And I and I say we're a bunch of misfits, but when we get together, we are a superpower. And I just kind of put my little team back together. You know, I thought um, maybe one or two would be interested. And I had almost every one of them approach me um, wanting to come home. And so <laughs> we I love uh, are so lucky to have uh, the incredible, amazing talent that we have to build these brands. And, and part of the reason we launched two is because we had so many people wanting to come back that we needed to kind of start, you know, green lighting stuff so we could uh, have a reason to get the family back together. So we got a superpower at Toy Box. We are uh, friends, we're family, and we just love doing what we do together. We trust one another and they're the, they're the brightest minds in the business. That's so incredible. I feel like you're almost building like your own like what private equity would come in and do for yourself. And I think that's so incredible because you're doing it from this place of authenticity and just this love for like building quality products and brands that you just can't replicate in any other way. So yeah, that's, that's incredible. The love of what we do and the thrill of, of, of putting it out there into the planet and hoping that it empowers you to live a better life or lifts you up or inspires you. That's, that's all we want. Yeah, no, that's so incredible. So let's talk about Polite Society. I love the name. I think it's incredible. But talk to me about about the brand and and because by the time this is live, it will it will have launched. So tell me everything. Yes. Um, you know, it really <laughs> came from looking at the world and the beauty industry over the last couple of years and seeing uh, it change. And you know, um, there are so many wonderful things about social media, but there was also a dark side that kind of crept into our industry, and there was so much drama, negativity, hate stuff got in. And I thought, where's the joy? Where is the love? Where is the looking for the best in each other? I, I you know, in, in an own silly little way, I think the world needs what we've got. And we need to put, we need to build a brand that will create a, a universe uh, of and, and, and invite like-minded people in who want to look for the best in one another, understand that we're better together, um, that that want to be the fullest versions of ourselves without dimming our light or, or, or uh, you know, being being a version of ourselves that won't offend anyone, but also leaving room for somebody else to do the same. Let them be exactly who they are, and 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 have some grace, um, and 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 love them for not just what you have in common, but for those things that you don't. And if by chance you meet someone who's maybe not a nice person or is saying some things you don't like, um, you know what I always say: like bring them a little closer to me because I know if they get to know me. I'm in my own little way. I'm going to open their mind and I'm going to open their heart. And hopefully we'll, we we can help evolve that person and move them forward. Um, if I'm ever going to a dinner party and let's say someone doesn't believe in gay marriage, I always say, sit them next to me. Because by the end of the night, <laughs> I, I know by the end of the night, after knowing me for how they want to marry you after the end of the night, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm going to have in my own little way, open their mind. So for me, I think we need to be closer, not separated. If they don't, if we don't vote the same way or we don't laugh at the same things, it doesn't matter. We need to look for the best in one another, be together, and through the common love of efficacious, efficacious, kick-ass, amazing beauty, 
we're going to uh, learn to love and respect each other a little more and help each other grow in in a positive direction. I I love that. And then diving into the more specifics of the brand, what products, I know you touched on that earlier, but just to bring it all together, what products are you launching? What can people expect? How are they different? So I know, I'm known for a few things. I know a lot about a lot, but I'm an expert in some special categories, mascara being one. So I went at creating the most bold, lush, thick, lifted lashes of your dreams. And uh, I did it using 83% natural origin products. And it's called greatest lashes of all time. (laughs) I love that. Go ahead and gloat. So I'm putting a challenge out right now. It's you know, it's the greatest lashes of all time. Prove it. I'm going to prove it. On our box, our before and afters have these really wow. dramatic before and afters. These They were shot on a phone. No fancy lighting, no special photographer. These are the results you're going to get taking a selfie or taking a photo on your phone. So it's like next level transparency. On the back of the box, you'll see there's a list of ingredients we love and some uh, ingredients and traits that we don't. So for me, we love vitamin B5 and politeness. We love confidence and olive oil wax. On our no list is parabens, also cruelty, carbon block, negativity. Because I know bigotry and hate are just as toxic or frankly more toxic than parabens and sulfates. So that's part of our marketing. We want you to understand that, you know, we want to live better lives. We want to eat cleaner food. We want to put better things into our body. But you need to put better words in your mouth and you know, more, more positive things in your heart, because these are all things that are going to lift us up as a community and as a people. If you listen to this podcast, you'd likely know that Shopify is the go-to e-commerce platform, helping millions sell to billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing in person at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. With Shopify POS, you can take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. The best part? With Shopify POS, effortlessly unite your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash glam, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash glam to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash G-L-A-M. Now back to this episode. And then of course I created a next level lip plumper called Big Mouth. And Big Mouth is an acronym, B-I-G, Blueberry, Infinity Oil, and Ginger Root. Again, it's natural origin. The before and afters will blow your mind. Take oh my off. gosh, that that one is really wow. I mean, it's they insane. both were, but that's amazing. Taken on a phone, so and no one I, needs filler anymore. <laughs> listen, I push it right to the edge. I say it hurts so good. If you're someone <laughs> who just looks a little plump and doesn't want to feel, oh it, my god, I can't wait to try that. If that's you want your lips to be big, juicy, lush, hydrated, glossy, mm, and you're gonna and you're okay feeling it, you know, you're gonna feel it. 
Well, uh, I think we're used to feeling it. I think beauty is pain regardless. So Amen. <laughs> as long listen, as it works, then it's worth it. But listen, um, if I don't feel a little something, I'm like, I, I question whether it's working, whether it's a moisturizer, an acid, a lip plumber, I don't care. <laughs> uh, it, it's actually common how much it works. That's, and then we created awesome. a, an amazing fo- uh, a foundation called More Than a Pretty Face that has skincare ingredients loaded into it. So actually the longer you use it, the less you need, which is an in- interesting concept for a cosmetic brand. But yeah. it's so good for your skin and it, and it has a natural form of salicylic acid with willow bark, niacinamide, natural forms of vegan hyaluronic. And you'll see the packaging looks like this cute little oval egg. It's um, a symbol of rebirth and new life. So you'll see all of our packaging is kind of modern, very pretty, but they're all these oval or egg shapes. Um, I love that. Not only will the mascara and lip plumper not roll off your counter, but it's just a symbol of new life. Feels so great in your hand. They feel emotional. You don't want to put them down, you know, and um, they just integrate into your life beautifully. And then, of course, they had to bring color with Glow Flush herself. And I just love <laughs> that golden pink light. Oh, that's that, gorgeous. I love the, know, the sun, I live on the beach. And as the sun sets and that golden hour bathes the world in that beautiful pinky peachy light, that looks great on everyone, every age, every skin tone, doesn't matter what lip you're wearing. It's the perfect face kit. It's three blushes, one beautiful golden highlighter that will bathe your skin and your cheeks in that beautiful golden hour light. And uh, it's called Go Flush Yourself. I love it. I love the intention behind it. It's a very modern, beautiful, sexy, feminine aesthetic, but the ingredients are so active. My whole thing is everything has to have a wow. They need to um, deliver on their promises. And I'm going to make you some promises and I guarantee you I'm going to deliver on them. Yeah, I love it. I love the intention behind everything from the packaging to to the the names of each product. Um, and I really also want to touch on the no editing. I find that really interesting. And as someone who's, you know, been such a integral part of really building like the beauty industry, I'm I would imagine you're really happy with the direction that it's that it's now going in. Um, I don't know if you felt frustrated maybe in the past, you know, five to 10 years as everything became so edited and and fake for lack of a better word, like how important has it been to you to now build this brand of like no editing and authenticity and, and real. It's just modern. Like for me, um, you know, clean brands were a clean brand. They didn't really speak to my aesthetic. Where's the artistry level? Where's the kick-ass medium to full coverage foundation? That is more than a pretty face. It's not sheer and natural. It's like bold beauty. Um, where is that? And I wanted to create bold, beautiful products that would take you to the to the next level of like glam while also telling you the truth. So for me, you know, I, we were taking before and afters with our phones just to see prior to going to the fancy photographer in the studio. And I thought, these results are so dramatic, guys. We should put these photos on our packaging because when we're all taking selfies or pictures of ourselves, we're using our phones. I want to know, I'm going to get that. I can get that result in real life, in real time, put it on my feeds, put it on my social media and, and believe in something. It's about believing in something, isn't it? At the end, uh, I want you to sell me the dream. I love a dream. I love like get, sell me the fantasy. But in the end, when I walk out of my house, I need to see that it's um, doing something for me, that I can see the difference, that I feel the difference. So I can go out feeling more confident, feeling more beautiful or or or, or sexy or, or glowing, whatever it is that the product's doing and, and move through the world feeling that energy. And it's not going to help me if everything's retouched or if you're you're trying to trick me because right. I'm not going to buy it again because I'm going to feel disappointed. I never want to disappoint anyone, you know? 
Yeah. And I mean, that's definitely hard to do, but at the, at the end of the day, I think consumers have become so much smarter in the last several years. And like, they, they know when something is, is realistic and and ultimately when it's not. And to that effect, in terms of customer retention, you're not, you might get that initial sale, but you're not going to retain those customers. And therefore you're not really going to have a, you know, very successful business and really feel beyond the money. Like we spoke about, feel like you can really stand behind what you've created. Yeah, where's the legacy? You know, you need to leave behind something you're proud of, and that you're that you're um, ultimately knowing that in, in in whatever avenue you're in or whatever field you're in, that you're leaving the world better than you know you, you found it. And it and it through being the best gardener you can be, the best mother or teacher you can be, the the best mechanic or makeup mogul you can be, you need to leave your mark in the most positive way you can, and and share that gift that only you can share. And this is my. Um, this is my cram box. This is how I do it. Yeah, I love that. What has been the most rewarding part of, of your journey and, and building these brands, these iconic you know, brands? Connecting with people all over the world, um, millions and millions of people who not only get what I'm doing, but love and um, feel the most themselves in the brand that I created and the brands I create. And for me, it's a community. And if I can reflect God's light in whatever way, um, that's all I want to do. I, I literally have achieved every dream or dreams I never even had. So why am I doing this again? Because I do want to make the world a better place in my own little way. And I want to ex- thrill you and excite you and delight you and entertain you and inspire you and educate you. In, uh, and this is the vehicle that I've been given. And, and this is where my passion lies. So that's what I'm going to do. I love that. Um, looking back on on your journey, is there anything you would have done differently in retrospect? Oh gosh, I'm sure. You know, being able to create a clean brand that's vegan and and has wonderful ingredients is something that science has caught up to the dream. You know, clean science is is here. I would have loved to have had maybe more options back in the day when I was creating things that would have given me, you know, options to do better for the planet. We were the first brand, I think, ever to do cruelty-free brushes. They didn't exist. And I had to go to a wig manufacturer to get them wow. made because no manufacturers were doing it. We've been cruelty-free from the beginning. Our morals have never been for sale, but I wish I could have uh, just had more options, you know, when I was doing it back in the day, but it's so exciting to have them now. You know, I, another thing I learned, you know, is those big fancy Fifth Avenue addresses or those Harvard degrees are wonderful and special but they don't necessarily mean they're better than somebody who came from the mall or who had a dream, you know, working on some farm or whatever. Like uh, it doesn't matter where you come from or what limitations you had. Dreams transcend reality or or you can break through any no or any impossibility. I'm living proof of that. And I, and I wish I had known how less scary it could have been had I just understood that fact. That, you know, I thought if I hired people with better degrees or fancier resumes or who had been on Fifth Avenue, that they would know more than me and they'd be able to, you know, lead me somewhere. And I learned, no, that's not how it works. You lead yourself. You lead with your heart. You lead with your talent. You lead with your passion. That's worth more than any anything, you know. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And it's something no one can ever replicate you, right? So it's it's do you. And it and it can't be taught and it can't be, you know. Yeah, I feel like for a while like in society there was just this emphasis put on like education and if you didn't go to the school and you didn't do this that you weren't going to be successful and it's so 
incredible to to see, you know, people like yourself really speaking about this because it's so inspiring and and incredible. And and you continue to do it again. I think that's even the caveat, right? It's not like he got he got lucky with one thing. It's like, no, it's you're doing it again. We're doing it again. And I hope that people feel um, what, you know, what I'm doing and love the products and, 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 and feel connected to what we're doing as a community and as a larger, you know, it's more than makeup. It's more than, it's more than jewelry cleaner. It's a movement of love and, and, you know, kind of sharing a common vision of a world that's better where we're, we're doing better for ourselves, for the planet, for animals, for people. And we're looking for the best in each other. And we're going to value things like being polite. And we're going to value things like moving through the world with class and dignity. But if you have to show your teeth or you've got to stand out for standing up for what you believe in, do it. Don't dim your light, but don't expect anyone else to do it either. You know, you know what I'm saying? Totally. Um, it's just so important. And that you can achieve absolutely anything you dream of. If you're pure of heart, I think if you pray or you know, have faith and learn from your mistakes as much as you learn from your successes and don't give up and be willing to pivot because where you think you're going, you might end up in a completely different place, but it's where you're supposed to be and just trust in the, in the process and don't give up. I love that. Don't let anyone tell you you can't, don't let anyone tell you you're not capable, that you're not good at this, or you're going to fail at that, or that's impossible. You know, even sometimes the people who love you the most want you to take the safe road because they love you. They don't want <laughs> that you to be a whole podcast in and of itself. It's a whole thing. <laughs> they don't want you to take the road less traveled. That's scary. But if you are beating to that drum, you've got to do it. And that's how people who change the world, they follow their, their passion and they follow their path. Yeah, I I love that. Let's talk about just optimizing your workflow and, and your time. I'm sure your time is so precious and you you have your attention on so many really valuable things. How do you stay on top of like your priorities and and each brand and give them the attention and love that they deserve and and really optimize your time? You know, it's 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 uh, a lot of it is trusting the people around you, putting putting fences around your personal time. So there is a time to unplug and go home and not think about it or not talk about it as much as you can. And then optimize, like you said, every minute that you've got, I've got the most incredible executive uh, assistant, VP of, of founder affairs. Her name's Heather. And I really, she's my compass. She's like helps me move from every step to the next step, to the next step, to the next step in my, in my professional and personal life. And it's having people you can trust in and trust to help guide you and lift those um, day-to-day moment-to-moment concerns off your shoulders. So you can just be creative or do what you're doing is, is a big deal. Um, But also when you leave and you check out and you go home, it's home time. Try not to talk about it too much. Try not to let it follow you and appreciate and be grateful for your successes and your failures because God works most of his miracles in the storm. So if you're in a storm or things feel crazy or impossible, just know that around the corner is going to be the biggest rainbow or biggest gift. If you're able to see it, you know, look for it because it's there and, and that will take you where you're supposed to go. I love that. Um, for fun, what's your favorite, you know, beauty or skincare trend that you're loving right now? Is there something we should be on the pulse of? Oh gosh. You know what I you, you I just love I love self-expression and 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 literally going from one trend to the next, trying one thing. I, I love extremes. 
going from like kind of that effed up 90s eyeliner that's kind of a little messed <laughs> up and you've got like a darker lip, you know what I mean? And a bold brow. And then the next time you're going with that golden hour glow and you're hyper feminine, that it's a Barbie moment. I, I just love that you can be anything you want at any minute and don't lock yourself into a certain look or trend, um, but also find that interpretation that makes you take that trend or that look and make it uniquely yours. I think that's the most exciting thing for me that you could be anything you want at any minute. Yeah, I know. That's what I love the most about the beauty industry. You can constantly evolve and it's not a, a life altering decision. It should be fun. You and- wash it off. But yeah. also, you know, I'm a skincare junkie and, and through polite society, I wanted to put powerfully effective, efficacious ingredients into everything that I do. So knowing that the longer you, you're wearing greatest lashes of all time, the more conditioned your lashes are going to be when you take off that bold, lush, lifted lash. You might, my lip plumper will, will submerge your lips with hydration. That was something I couldn't do before. The foundation is going to leave your skin healthier than be than for wearing it than when you didn't wear it. And that's like, a that's an oxymoron. So it's kind of trying <laughs> to do all these things that I wasn't able to do, but, you know, but that science is kind of catching up with. And I love yeah. it. I'm so excited about it. Yeah, that's so exciting. I mean, you've truly thought of everything when it comes to these brands. So I am very excited to see what the, what the future holds. Um, are there any future plans that you can share on the horizon? I would imagine you're expanding into to other categories or what What else should we be on the lookout? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I love turning no's into yeses. So I, I, I you know, I, I, I almost never, ever shop beauty. I, I shop everywhere else. I don't get inspired by the cosmetics industry, uh, although I'm a big fan of other brands, don't get me wrong, but I try I try not to get inspiration. I want to think of other things. So I love turning wild, kooky ideas that are impossible into yeses. And I have a blush product coming out that was a, a dream that was an impossibility that we figured it out. And so oh my that's, gosh, that's amazing. Uh, it's combining two very opposite products into one product that worked eventually and just kind of creating really unique products that will help you live, you know, the fullest version of yourself at every moment. Um, our tagline is make up your own rules, you know, and uh, we're clean so you can be dirty. You don't have to be, <laughs> you know, you don't have to be precious. Who or, stuff would be? Who came up with, did you come up with better than sex? Me. Did you come up? Yes. I love it. <laughs> yes. Oh my we're God. So you can be dirty. Cause you know, there's a lot of people like me who love fashion and love beauty and love glitz and love glam and want coverage and want pow. But, you know, it hasn't really been uh, the aesthetic of the clean, you know, beauty lane. I'm going to break those rules and come out with something bold that you're going to love. And it's going to be just as good for you as any of the other clean brands are better. I have to touch on this before we wrap up. But what is your creative process? Like, do you just are you just on the treadmill and you have these moments where they come in? Or do you have like a a ritual of how you really best uh, feel your creativity? It's all from my heart. I don't I can't. I used to worry that I'd run out of ideas. I used to worry about that, but uh, I have more ideas than I could possibly ever do. It's just talking <laughs> to you, seeing what you're eating. What are you wearing? What are you talking to? What music are you listening to? What movie did you see? It's all these things that just inspire different um, products in my head. Everything turns into a product eventually. It's just how I train my brain. So I could be having a meal somewhere or walking down the beach and see the most incredible shell. I was in my backyard in Bel Air uh, the other day and one of our trees had the barks become this beautiful grayish lavender like taupe color. And I took a piece off and I'm going to turn that into an eyeshadow. Um, oh my gosh, I love that. 
I love the world, you know? Oh, okay. We're ending on that note. That was perfect. Um, also, please come out with the travel size as quickly as you can. Cause I, I, I need it. We all need it. It's something I've heard. Everything comes, about. Everything, my mascara and the lip plumper come in travel sizes. They're launching with travel sizes and the, um, yes, the diamond, yes, drug and the diamond drug coming out real, real soon. Amazing. So for anyone else who wants to find out more information on yourself, Diamond Drunk and Polite Society, where can I direct them? Yeah. So uh, at Jared Blandino is my handle on TikTok and Instagram and politesociety.com and Polite Society Beauty on social and diamonddrunk.com and uh, Diamond Drunk uh, on uh, our social media platforms. Check them out. I think you'll love them. They're sexy. They're glamorous. They're edgy and they're fun. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, babe. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to leave a review and subscribe to all future episodes. For show notes and resources mentioned, go to glamandgrow.co. This show is produced by Wavebreak. If you're an e-commerce marketing leader who wants to take your email and CRM program to the next level, schedule a call with me today at wavebreak.co. Thanks so much for listening. This episode is brought to you by Wavebreak. Most brands don't email right and it costs them. With ad costs getting more and more expensive, a world-class email and SMS program is essential. This is why Wavebreak exists. We're the premier email and SMS marketing agency that helps brands take their retention programs to the next level. If you want to learn more about partnering with us and how we can help, schedule a call with me today at wavebreak.co slash call.